0: Hello, I'm Adam. And I'm Rob. And welcome to episode 14 of the Screen Bucket Podcast. Yes. Yes. How did you feel about the show tonight?
1: Uh, Very manic. We've got a stressful but electric energy to us because we're just about at this point in time to film our first professional film Mm. tomorrow. So we're on all sorts of stress and bubbles.
0: This might be the last time we speak as friends. Yes. If we offend each other Mm. on the highly stressful shoot. Yes. I will be fine.
1: If we do, it's been a good run. <laughs> I think you've, I'll treasure I, our memories. I
0: think you've moaned at me before when we filmed back in college. Oh, yeah. It was a very stressful directing gig. Yeah.
1: That's why I'm never going to direct again.
0: All right. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> After tomorrow night, we'll see. Oh, God. <laughs> we had a show. We had yeah. stuff in it, didn't we? We did. What stuff did we have? Um,
1: so we talked about uh, Critters 1 and Critters 2. Ooh. Um, which you of prefer those, uh, Critters
0: 2 hmm. 100%, 100% 100% I agree but I think my heart might be with the first one
1: I can see why I mean it's where you first find these critters yeah, um, it is a it is a warmer film there's a family element and you know like you were saying there's fear there a fear that's not present in the first
0: in second in the second yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the second's just a romp yeah, it a is a romp. romp. It is exactly it's a, a Western-y romp. romp. But yeah. yes. Well we also discussed a little bit about the last fortnight, some yeah. more Marvel stuff. Actually, Marvel, it was very Disney heavy, wasn't it?
1: It was Mar yeah, it was Marvel and Disney, and then we had a bit of DC and a bit of Amazon. So sold out a bit on that one. <laughs> we just one day we should
0: talk about like channel four. Yeah. Do you remember Channel Four? Channel five. Good heavens. We must never go there. We must never go there. Mm. Unless you're paying us money. Yeah, then we love you, Channel 5. Please Mm, make our film. I love Channel 5. Yeah, fantastic.
1: (sighs) They have all the Australian stuff on there, don't they? Like Neighbours and Home and Away. Do they still? I think so. Because i still got a big following over here. Do you know,
0: Australians find that the weirdest
1: thing? Did you see the video? Did you see the video of the car in Australia? What? There's a car and it's just in the middle of traffic. And it's giant giant spider crawls (laughs) up of it and then just crawls into the crack in the boot and just goes in and then the driver just doesn't know and then that's the The film possum don't put the you're talking about possum but I can't put the possum down put possum spider down can't go to Australia beasts crawl (laughs) into the corners and then you see them and then you die I want
0: to I really want to go to Australia I do but can they take the arachnids away no because then you can eat them Uh, have a leg for each member of the family uh, Mm. Like that lobster or about a
1: member for each what leg of the family. What spider taste like? I don't know, chicken. It's always chicken, isn't it? Or lobster, though. Yeah. Sort of... The crustaceans, I assume, are much more closely related to arachnids. You get sea spiders, don't Why you? Why did you do that noise? I don't
0: know, that was weird, but
1: it sounded like another noise I don't really like very much. Oh! The, the trailer for the film.
0: <gasps> yes, you... from uh, A24 Films, directed by... Ari, Mids- Midsummer. Midsummer. yeah so it looks
1: about a bunch of kids they're going to what they assume is like a festival like a kind of pagan festival
0: it looks very wicker y
1: yeah very very wicker man mm. um, and obviously in hereditary there was a nasty nasty sound but now there's a nasty nasty sound in this one so
0: what was the hereditary sound? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even do it you couldn't even yeah. bring yourself shut up and what's the new one? <sighs> There's gonna be some guy doing the hat in the film yeah. and it's gonna be rubbish. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. We need to go. Mm. What's the director's name? I don't know, bloke. It's something like Ari. 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 Ari up, Ari.
1: Oh, this is terrible.
0: We're going down the. Ari Asta. Ari Asta. Oh, so close. Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's got Will Poulter in. Yes, it has, yeah. Yeah, we love Will Poulter. We do love Will Props Poulter. Props to Will Poulter.
0: Um, Looking forward to that, and Mar looks good as well. Yeah. Do look up the trailer for Mar, and of course, uh, don't think it's out. Don't think it's even out by the time this comes out. But Love, Death Robots,
1: Love Death, Death Robots, it's very soon. Mm. We will, we will be dissecting that.
0: We will indeed. Anyway, I think that's enough waffle, isn't it? That's yeah. That's yeah. All good. right, let's get into the show. Enjoy. <laughs>
1: Oh, this is Screen Bucket
2: with Adam and Roll. Learn about movies whilst
1: they get in your job. There's TV and games and other stuff too. And we're gonna share all this with you. Get out of my factory, you little toad. I'm scared, man.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. We're currently sitting in a room surrounded by batteries. By scripts, by empty boxes. Costumes. Costumes. Mm. Because, why Rob?
1: Because tomorrow
0: we're filming our first ever professional film.
1: Oh my god. And it has been an evening of some discovering problems, solving problems, Mm. problems surfacing. Yep.
0: Problems being quashed. Yes. It's, (laughs) nothing's ever easy. And then suddenly you find something else that yeah. seems to be the way. Oh, oh, it's all looking really good. Oh, everything's working out really. Oh, wait, hang on a minute. Oh, we can't film there. Yes. Oh, the car doesn't fit there.
1: We don't have a driver anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, this is the first of many. Tomorrow there will be several more. Oh yeah. And this will happen during the shoot.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
0: That's all it is. Filmmaking. It's just. Finding solutions, I guess. It's all problem solving.
1: The thing is, rich people and producers and all of those BBC and Channel 4 types, they have dozens and dozens of crews and they've all got their jobs sorted. Mm. There's only like really three of us plus the rest. Yep. And then if anything goes wrong,
0: it's all ruined. I guess it's the interesting thing. I remember thinking why there's so many people working on a film set. Do you reckon it's just because they are focused on one tiny thing? Absolutely. And they do it properly? Yes. And no faff? Yeah. Mm.
1: It's like when you made those uh, salmon and tuna paste crackers mm. and you mm. smeared a load of paste <laughs> on one side of the cracker and then yeah. the other cracker, the other side of the cracker was crap. Mm. But that other side of the cracker was really good. You have to spread wow. the paste evenly in a film.
0: This show has ruined you, hasn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it has. You never used to like paste, did you? Now I like paste. Now you're a paceman. I am. <laughs> paceman Pat.
1: Did you, did you mean to do that? What? Paceman, because it rhymes with waste man.
0: Oh, no, I didn't. I was going for Paceman Pat. Okay. And his black and white... Pam. Pam. No. What? Paste. Shush. (laughs) It's a stressful time. It's a stressful time. Come on, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Good question. Um, So this show, we're going to be a little bit focused on what we're doing tomorrow. So we're going to be Monster Mayhem Madness. What? Yes. Triple M. Triple M. The Triple M. Mm. So what are we talking about? What films are we talking about? Uh, Shall I say? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Annoyed at you, actually.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was going to spend the week meditating and playing Skyrim. Mm. I've just discovered Skyrim yeah, a million well years after it came yeah. out.
0: 20 years later.
1: And instead, just on the, the week, the ultimate week before mm. we film our film, you said, now we're going to watch two films. We're not just going to watch one. So I had to sacrifice more time yesterday where I could have been like, fixing that problem with the man in the jailhouse who wouldn't tell me the information.
0: Yeah, but we've you I've given you two extra hours of research for tomorrow's shoot. Ooh. Oh, all right, all right. All right. Ah. I will forgive you. <laughs> and
1: do you know what, I enjoyed them. Critters one and critters two.
0: <gasps> Both critters? I know. Both the good ones. Both the, ones the good ones. To care about. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. So
1: we'd we'll be talking about them from a perspective of two massive monster fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And
0: yeah, I think it's it's hard to we've mentioned gremlins before, but it's hard to diminish the importance of critters. To what we do, I think.
1: No, absolutely not. I mean, in that era of time, there's a slippery slope to some really awful, awful sort of monster movies, but sort of gremlins and mm. critters are the two that stay above the yes. surface level
0: and are actually enjoyable. Well, I think gremlins top, yeah. critters next, yeah, and then it's all the rest. And then all the rest, yeah, two too right. All right, well, yeah, have you been watching anything? Yes,
1: I am. I have. I'm sure many people would have watched all of this already, but I'm really enjoying Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance's uh, creation.
0: Teenagers. Yeah, He doesn't like teenagers, no, does
1: he? Scale of Living. Shh. Yeah, it's really good in the sense that you can tell he has a lot of love for those characters and they all seem to come from a personal place okay. of him. You know, anyone who knows My Chemical Romance knows they were very emo. Mm. How old's the comic? Comic. I know he started writing it in the very early days of the band. I don't mm. know when the first one was released. Should have taken years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's certainly cool. been out for a long time, like 2010. Maybe that's just a guess. I don't know.
0: I know someone else who's who's really into him. We're looking at. He wanted to pick up the comic. Mm. Um, but the third part's not out yet. I don't know whether that's because it's the collected volume rather than the individual ones. Oh, really? You buy the first and second, but the third one's not out to August. So, who knows? Hmm. But yeah, no, it looks really good. It's definitely on my list. It's very charming. It's um a lovely fuzzy version of happy. It's a lovely fuzzy version of happy.
1: Yeah, so it's got okay. this, it's got
0: I heard it was more serious than happy.
1: It's more well, it's more serious, but happy's very dark and very like okay. you feel like your face has been shoved in a toilet I've ever okay. seen. With uh With the Umbrella Chronicles, it feels like you know. Chronicles. Umbrella Chronicles? The Umbrella Academy? What's the Umbrella Chronicles? I don't know,
0: but we should write it.
1: No, the Umbrella Chronicles is a thing. Is it? It's not from Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Resident yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Evil. Yeah. Yeah. What's people crazy about umbrellas?
1: Yeah, we need umbrellas for tomorrow.
0: Oh yeah, write, yes. that, down. write, write that down. Write
1: that down now. <laughs> this is going to keep happening for the rest of the show.
0: <laughs> yeah. Two. Cool. Well, yes. I'm glad you like it. it. It's definitely on my list. Yeah, give it a watch, man. Definitely. Is it the first series of many? Be, uh, they've already signed for a second. Oh, they sure. have. Oh, good stuff. Um, I've just got a subscription to Shudder. So this is the streaming horror one. Yeah. Oh, man. But I thought for some reason it was in my head that you can only get it in America. You can get it over here? Yes.
1: What, yes. So give us a sort of brief overview of the kind of content you're likely to find on Shudder.
0: There's a mix You've got a lot of the classic horrors What ones we've talked about on here Like Reanimator and From Beyond Hmm. Do you remember that one? No From Beyond with the head snake Oh
1: my god, that was great It's
0: all that sort of stuff Um, But there's Ah. also weird independent ones as well I watched um, The Night Where Something Strange Happens Or something like that Uh, Great title uh, Did Something Strange happen? Yeah
1: what happens I can't even describe it really is it that
0: bad Uh, yeah okay. it's zombies but instead of like a rage virus it's an STD and that's how they spread it and oh. with that thought in mind let me move on to the next thing cool speaking of horror yes I just got this new release blu-ray right I got it exclusively on the cover it came out on Thursday the 7th okay possum
1: <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
0: describe what you see uh, Describe
1: what you see uh, Why is it called possum? Um, Okay, there's a picture of a bed It looks like a mental hospital bed mm-hmm. On top of the bed is a large gym bag Coming out of the bed is what I can only describe As one of those ginormous Hertfordshire spiders <laughs> With the really thick legs Only it's about five feet wide Why does that exist? Why is it called possum? Why has it been given five <laughs> stars? Four well, times.
0: here's the thing. Yes, it is quite a terrifying cover. You're oh, right. i can't stop
1: looking at it. I need to stop <laughs> looking at it.
0: But I tell you what, mate. Possum is a stylish, unique, dark and twisted tale from writer-director Matthew Holness. Who's Matthew Holness, you say? Well, I'll tell you. He wrote and directed Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. No way. Also, The snipers and The Gun for George. I don't know what they are. A film follows the story of a distraged children's puppeteer who returns to his childhood home and is forced to confront his wicked stepfather and the secrets that have tortured him his entire life. With music from the Radiophonic Workshop. Ooh! Why the giant spider on the bed in the gym bag? No one knows. Well, I don't anyway.
1: Well, you've ordered it now,
0: so I suppose we'll be watching it at some point. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, no. Uh. Yeah. Check it out if you want to be um, horrified. Put it
1: down. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Right, come on then. What's the first song?
1: Uh, Run Boy Run by Wild Tree. What was he called?
0: Woodkid. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a good song.
0: Oh, mademoiselle, would you like to have a film discussion? Oh, yes, monsieur. I'd love to have... An in-depth film discussion with you. Let like that door and scream, bucket And that was Power of the Night from the Critters soundtrack. Ooh. Ooh. Johnny Steele. Johnny Steele, what not a guy. A, not a real man. Not a real man. No. No, it doesn't exist. No. Mm. But yes, it's from Critters and it's all over the place in Critters. Yeah, they shove it on our throats. Let's keep saying Critters. Critters. <sighs> Critters, yes. Hmm. The rip-off of Gremlins. Yes. That everyone loves still.
1: Written before Gremlins.
0: Yeah, I heard that. Apparently. Apparently. A lot of people suspect that Critters was a very different film. And they ramped up all the silliness after oh, Gremlins. Oh, really? All those bits where the creatures are uh, playing about, eating the things. Yeah. Mm. I
1: mean, that's the most gremlin scene you could possibly
0: have. Indeed. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Critters... 1986 sci-fi comedy horror? Yes. Yes, I'd say so. Directed by Stephen Herrick. What's Stephen Herrick done? Nothing. Don't tell mum the babysitter's dead fame. The
1: highly successful live-action remake of Man Dalmatians starring Glenn Close. Well. Wow. I, I really enjoyed that.
0: Oh, he did Bill and Ted's Ex-An Adventure.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Wow,
0: well, there we go. But anyway, tell us about critters okay
1: so it's brad brown is our is our man uh in any of you watched at orville you would recognize an adult brad brown uh as scott grimes is the name of the actor scott grimes
0: that's a true name yeah very a cool scott grimes yeah, yeah. yeah
1: so he lives <laughs> with his very old-fashioned style family you know he does things like hit his sister with a slingshot and then his dad grounds him his dad who's always Mm. in the garage fixing cars his mum is always washing up and preparing the breakfast
0: and it's a farmhouse yeah is is it are they are they with cows they've got cattle cattle. yeah yeah, Yeah. they've
1: got cattle as one we've discovered that one cattle meets his demise later in the film
0: um oh that's right yeah there's a half-wit charlie played by don opper cool who later took over, like writing and producing and starring in all the films. Oh, he became the main he man. He became the main man. So they're
1: in the town. But actually, before this, we open up in a really in a spaceship. It's all very science fiction. They're saying things like Sector 17 yes. and R196B yes. Yes, and all yes. this code. And then a very Doctor Who-vian alien wheels out and he's speaking to two bounty hunters and he says, the Krites. We can't have the Krites breaking they've their way a- across the galaxy. It. Yeah, they've escaped. They've
0: escaped from a penal colony and stolen a ship.
1: Yes. So already we know that whatever these Krites things are, they're very sophisticated in that they can drive a spaceship. <laughs> yes, yes. Which you kind of, one you scratch your head about later in the film yes. when you see them.
0: They're intelligent mm. super criminals. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But they're also just rodents with t- yeah. big teeth. And... uh so, the, we have our two bounty hunters. The bounty hunters. Yes. And uh, they are, they can morph their faces to yes. disguise themselves to whatever planet Which they go to. Which
0: makes a lot of sense. If they're intergalactic, just merging in with the local population. Yeah. You know, sneaking around all stealthy-like. Yeah. It seems like
1: if you want to be the best bounty hunter in the galaxy, you're going to want to be the master of disguise. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. You don't want anyone to know you're there, do, it, do you? No, absolutely not. Hmm.
1: So, they go to this house with this very stereotypical 80s family. Borderline offensive in these days, I would say. Um, And yeah, they crash into this town. Charlie, the drunk, sees them crash.
3: Yeah, well,
0: he's everyone has labelled him as a lunatic. Yes. Because he keeps receiving radio transmissions on his teeth. And he knows (laughs) that the aliens are coming. And then he sees the aliens coming. And I was like, get out of here, Charlie. They're not going to listen to you. Yes. Mm. But then, of course things go a bit wrong um April who's uh Brad's sister sneaks off to the barn with her idiot boyfriend Steve doesn't she played by hunky Billy Zane yeah absolutely um and while in there he goes to reach for the radio doesn't he yep <laughs>
1: I was was his fingers bitten off, or did he just do... Because I was watching, it, I was like, is, are these meant to be bitten off? I
0: think they're supposed to be bitten off. Yeah, but he just bent them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be either. I think... I, I remember it being bitten off when I first watched it. Right. But, um, but, yeah. And that sort of signals it all kicking off, really. Eventually, Brad is leading the fight with his family against these... How would you describe them? Sort of porcupines that stand on two legs.
1: Yeah, that's a good description. With a flat... Fat face with a big toothy grin, and all they do is eat. Yes, they eat, 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 eat. And glowing red eyes, and, and this brings eyes. us back to why you question: How on earth did they have the intellectual <laughs> yeah. capacity to fly a high-tech spaceship across the galaxy yeah. to Earth?
0: It's interesting because later on, there's a whole thing that the critters grow to like human size the more they eat. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the late ones, and I wonder if they're sort of originally they were something different. Yeah. You know? and then they made them small one puppets it's, after Gremlins
1: it's as if they didn't completely establish the rules of
0: the character mm. but they roll about yeah. they communicate because initially they don't initially they seem like animals wild animals but then they start talking to each other with subtitles in one of the funniest scenes oh yeah absolutely oh, amazing and we can't even
1: say it <laughs> two krites on the porch they've just chased the family back into the house yeah yeah
0: they're standing there Lady points shotgun out of door. Well, they say before that, they see the weapons they? and then they say, They're armed. Yeah. So what? Yeah. <laughs> shotgun comes through the door. Bang.
1: F word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in subtitles. <laughs> which you imagine in the 80s when you're probably not allowed too many swears. Yeah. To see that word
0: just across the screen when you're a 12 year old is probably quite exciting. Now when I first saw Critters, I was very young. And mm. I used to confuse critters and gremlins quite a lot. Right. Eventually, I got to know gremlins as the funny one and critters as the scary one. Right. Because all I remember were the glowing red eyes. Yeah, it's and quite the teeth. Sinister. You mm-hmm. know. Um, but then I remember watching it, and I, I don't think I ever got past the first ten minutes or so because no. it was that scary. But then I remember um, laughing, and like, I went, maybe this isn't that scary.
1: There are moments in it that are funny. It's very funny. I mean, my favourite moment is probably a very quick shot of, um, and in, this needs to be in every monster film, of the furry little cry is attached to the dad's neck and it's just going,
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just
1: for one second, but because it looks so ridiculous, it's hilarious. And yeah, I think yeah. that's the key, isn't it? It's if you want to have a funny monster movie like Critters, they have to be doing, they have to be moving yes, funny. Yes,
0: that's true. Yes.
1: Like, it's where so much of the humour comes from.
0: But hot on their tail, as we mentioned, are the bounty hunters. Mm. Now, on their way to Earth, One of them takes the shape, well, they watch TV to try and learn a bit about Earth, and one of them takes the shape of a rock star. Yes. Johnny Steele. Johnny Steele. Singing Power of the Night. Mm. And his face melts down, doesn't it? It reforms into a human skull. Really good effects. Really good effect. Really interesting and and unique. Mm. Um, The other one's not quite sure, so keeps changing his face. But they go down, they go down in disguise, don't they? And they sort of blend in and. Oh, the blending in stops. Very quickly. Very quick. Yes, they've got massive, massive cannons, and they're not afraid of using them. No, very phallic cannons. Yes, the, it actually grows yeah. when they prefer to shoot. Um, but what's the first thing they do? The first thing they do is they find the top car.
1: Yeah, transform into the dead cop.
0: Yep, they then drive the top car to the church. backwards. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, into the porch, trashing yeah. the church. And then they just walk down
1: the aisle, and this is mid-service. Yeah. And we're
0: here for the crites.
1: Yeah, where give us the, the Where are the crites? Organ makes a sound. The lady accidentally leans on the organ. The more aloof bounty hunter turns around and blows it up.
0: Yes. What are, Every- the, what are their names? Ugh. Ugh is Johnny Steele. Right. Yeah, one didn't have a name, apparently. Hmm. But Ugg is the one we remember, yes. And then they go to a bowling alley. Yes. And they... <laughs> One of my favourite little details, they don't open the door, he pulls the door off the hinges. <laughs> it just, there's no subtlety, they just walk in, ask for the crates, blow something up, and move on again.
1: But not before Johnny Steele decides to pick up a bowling ball, work out what the game is about and just shoot it down the aisle yeah. and just blow up all of the pins.
0: <laughs> I love it, I love it so much. The bounty hunters make the film. Yes, they do. Because it's not
1: a very good film. and i I hate to say it but i i don't think it's a very good film because i think apart from scott grimes character brad brown who's actually quite entertaining and enjoyable to watch a good kid to put your shoes in i'd argue Mm. um the rest of the family is dead boring the dad is dead boring they don't do much oh i
0: quite like the sister
1: the sisters she's got some fight in her
0: but she 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 and brad's have the um, yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum. They're good.
1: But I think the f- family in general are poorly written. They get boring. And that is exactly why, you know, we're talking about how the bounty hunters are entertaining. You want to get into that town. And we will say, when we get to it, yeah. with Critters 2, that is why Critters 2 is better.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, with the family, it is a shame. Because Dee Wallace, of course, plays the mum. Mm. And Dee Wallace had just a hot off the back of E.T. Yeah, perfect, perfect she, mum in an alien so She film. just became... The mum who deals with a child and an alien, sort of. Yeah. And the, the, she's just so wet. Yeah. She's just so boring. But it's what she's told to do. She's told to sit and watch the TV. Well, she com- gets a bit... Complain when the TV works. She gets a bit hot under the collar when Johnny Steele's on the screen as well. Yeah. That's an interesting... situation. looking so. up, yeah. Yeah, it does... It lacks that... It lacks Joe Dante. That's what it does. Yeah. It's It's almost... Dante, and it's not. Yeah, but if it wasn't for the creatures and the bounty hunters, hmm. the creatures themselves are actually really charming and bizarre. Yes, and they've got some unique stuff like the the dart, the poison darts. Hmm. That's quite cool. Oh yeah, really cool. Uh, and then obviously, yeah, the uh, the great bounty hunters. But at the end, um, I don't want to spoil it, but it all sort of works out, and the bounty hunters shoot off into space, and they.
1: Not before they manage to fix the exploded
0: house with some sort of oh. time rewinding device. <laughs> oh, the house gets blown up by the critters flying their spaceship. Yeah, but how does just he... out of malice because they're giggling as they do?
1: Yeah, but I just can't wrap my head around. So these bounty hunters—they just whiz off. And go, oh yeah, we've got the technology to rewind time in that particular spot and make the house grow back. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: They didn't bring anyone back to life or anything. There
1: was just no need to add that in. Just oh, Right, uh, right so, that
0: the insurance comes through and they get a brand new farmhouse. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's how it ends. And then we move on to Critters 2. Holodell Media's Screen Bucket with Adam and Rob. At the Hungry Shut t- up. T- Shut up.
4: Moo. <laughs>
0: Shut up. Oh. Critters 2. <laughs> Critters 2. Right then. Critters 2. So, Critters 1... If we're to say that that's the straight faced horror ish film, this is the comedy sequel, isn't it?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh,
0: This was directed by Mick Garris.
1: He did Fuzzbucket in 1986.
0: Okay. Never mind. And a a psycho
1: sequel, one of the many psycho sequels. Four. Is that the
0: Fly 2? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. I don't know what he was on it. Writer. Oh, right. Anyway. Uh, yes, written and directed by Mick Garris. Um, yeah, I mean, the story carries on straight from the first one, doesn't it? Pretty much. Five years later, is it? Yeah, so five years later, our
1: dear Brad, he's moved away. I assume his old family's moved away and he's getting a bus back into the
0: old town. Yes, the old town that remembers him... Not so fondly. No, the the events of the first film obviously came out. As rumours and stories, and just basically labelled the Brown family as insane.
1: Yeah, which you kind of struggled to wrap your head around, considering the whole bounty hunter debacle, where they blow up half the town with extraterrestrial weapons.
0: Mm. Is it actually was it that did was it that they didn't believe him? Was it that he brought misfortune,
1: oh, and he was seen that. as bringing well, they, bad re- luck? They referred to him as the boy who cried Crite. That's right. Yeah, so it's as if they don't believe... Because they never saw any actual critters.
0: They only saw the bounty hunters.
4: Uh, is that true? Didn't the, boys... the copper
0: did. The copper did, yes. The sheriff. Yeah. Who? Um, yes, we didn't mention him. The sheriff becomes the main part in the first film. Yeah. He becomes the hero that saves the day. In the first film, uh, the sheriff was played by uh, M. Emmett Walsh, um, who I was a great character, I thought. Yeah, really good. I've seen him in some other stuff as well. Sort of reminds me of your dad a bit.
1: Yeah, he's got that jolly chin vibe going on.
0: Um, But yes, but in Critters 2, um, replaced by Barry Corbin. Mm. Mm. It's alright. Yeah, a bit Mm. less charisma. Yeah. Now, Critters 2, it's a bit of a weak opening. Well, the actual opening's quite good because Charlie's now in space. He's now a bounty unto himself. He has to fight a big worm. Yes. Really cool. Uh, But then they get a, a communication from another alien who says that You haven't finished your job on Earth five years later. You're not getting paid. Yeah,
1: five years later.
0: Um, So they have to go back.
1: So we assume from that these eggs have a very long gestation period. Yeah.
0: So at the end, yeah, that's right. At the end of the first film, we see some eggs in the. Yeah, which has been ripped
1: off by many things. Or maybe that ripped off something else. But you see it in the end of Godzilla 98,
0: which was too rubbish to get a sequel. I think that's probably based on this, to be honest. But yeah, and uh, so in in Critters 2, in the world of. Grover's Bend, where the events take place in the first film, the farmhouse has now been abandoned. Mm -hmm. There's now like scavengers almost, like scrap dealers who keep popping in and grabbing stuff. And one of them finds a bunch of eggs. Yep. Which he sells to the local elderly women's society as Easter eggs.
1: Yeah, via uh, Brad's grandmama. Grandmama. Yes. Grandmama.
4: Grandma. Grandmama. 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 Oh, grandmama. Oh, grandmama. Grandmama. grandma. Oh, you oh,
0: some salmon. post. Um. <laughs> yes. Who's a vegan, crazy vegan? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's so much going on already. So they're hiding the
1: eggs around the garden for the Easter egg. They paint them all up. Paint them all up. You know, they drop one on the floor at one point and it's like this horrible green yolk yeah. and they don't get concerned. Maybe they should pick all the other
0: eggs up. <laughs> But yes, the, the eggs inevitably hatch, and mm. they hatch in quite an astonishing way. Yes. So they, the new sheriff is enticed to dress up as the Easter Bunny to play with the kids. Yes. And while he's hopping around in the garden, he can't do his flies up, is that right? Yeah. He can't and the, do the, the, the eggs different. hatch, and all these little cute baby critters jump inside and start eating him up from the inside.
1: Yeah, it's grim. And he jumps through the window, he jumps through the stained glass window the and church. dies in front of the altar.
0: It's the second church. Yeah. Smash the pieces. Everyone's screaming and yeah. crying. They've
1: got a new priest in and he's going to be gone. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know. uh, so, yeah, so Brad arrives back in this town and immediately, almost immediately, things kick off again. Yes. People aren't happy. No. Uh, least of all, not the sheriff, the old sheriff, mm. who's now been dragged back into the situation. Indeed. And the bounty hunters arrive,
1: so we have Johnny Steele and the um, Charlie is a naughty boy, isn't he? He is he, a naughty he boy. He runs along the ground and he finds, of all magazines, a Playboy, oh, a dirty, God. dirty, seedy men's magazine on the Very floor. Very good articles, though. Very good articles. Mm. That's what he says, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, he opens a spread of the Playboy, and uh, one of the the other bounty hunter, uh, Lee, Lee, he's named in this one, right.
0: You got UG, who's Johnny Steele, and Lee, the faceless one who can't quite settle.
1: Right. Lee turns into the
0: Playboy model. Yes, the center centerfold. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, and it makes a point of showing her boobies, like more <laughs> of a point than is necessary. It's as if the film is saying, "This is like Critters One, but now it has
0: boobies." But it's also tongue in cheek. Yeah. I don't think it's. It's being overtly sexual. It's more like. <laughs> it is very juvenile, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Especially the fact she grows a staple. She does. So she's, there's a complete body metamorphosis into the centrefold and has a staple in her stomach. She yes. Falls off. Why did the clothes fall off? Because of the boobies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fine. They needed to show the boobies. Um, yeah. So now
1: you've got a situation where. Uh Brad is not being believed and then the townspeople, some of them start to see it. They come across a barn <laughs> and then one of the critters gets stuck to the wheel and gets squashed quite oh, finally
0: It's yeah, things are very quickly go mental. So the yeah. critters start attacking and they start attacking. It's yes. not it's not subtle. The first one there's a bit of build up. This one they just go, No, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah.
3: <There's
0: like> hundreds <laughs> like, hundreds of balls rolling around. Yeah. Um but <laughs> <laughs> and they qu- quickly attack the town and the town realises and everyone's scared there's none of the wishy-washy stuff and just, I just remembered the, one of my favourite little bits they're in the newspaper office yes because Brad's love interest is the daughter of the newspaper guy right yeah bit Blair but they're talking and there's a glass door and you just see villagers running away from these furry bulls chasing oh, them yeah. and there's one giant tickler's who's like oh it's <laughs> oh, going completely crazy Look at this. looking back at this furball that's just chasing you oh, that's very
1: funny. oh no because this they use them better in this film there's a bit where one of them's sort of whizzing a, across a telephone wire isn't there
4: <laughs>
1: and um, yeah, you know, yeah 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 they have scenes where Brad will be like running along with a bat swiping them along the floor as he goes as a girl is cycling away on a tricycle yes, that's right they use the critters much more effectively in and this there, film
0: there's the scene where they're in the Hungry heifer. Uh, yes <laughs> Which is I think this is the clip That everyone knows mm-hmm. I think if everyone knows Critters They probably know the scene Where the creatures Are just Eating Yeah they, they say that they Gather to eat so, so one's in a bloody Deep fat fryer One's Squirting ketchup Everywhere yeah yeah, yeah 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 And that's when the bounce Hunters Catch up to them And start just Blowing them to hell mm-hmm. With these Massive cannons And stuff One of, one of them gets their Hair Shot off yeah, goes, Very stupidly. And then he looked in the mirror. Bitching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most Gremlins 2 scene ever. Oh yeah, totally. But then we find out the actual interesting thing about the critters. They can merge into a giant bull. So a couple of them merge. That's how they escape. They're heavy enough to go through the door. And then later on, a big bull. Yeah. And it's, it's very silly. So silly. I love it.
1: And it, they do it really well when it skids around a corner. It kind of spins, doesn't it?
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's not just rolling, it's spinning. No, it's skidding. And at one point it rolls over a villager and they're mm. just a skeleton. Yeah, it's a <laughs> fleshy red skeleton. Um, but that's... And then towards the end, it sort of turns into a western. Even the music's very western-y.
4: Because
0: mm. um, the whole village unite. The yeah. whole town. They're trying to set
1: a trap. And that's using right. the smell of the meat. They chuck a load of burgers
0: to so attract... So, the hung- the- Hungry Heifer is fuelled by polar burgers, is it? It's like a massive conglomerate that's only local to the area. Oh, they okay. have all these frozen burgers. So, they throw them all out. So, right. lure all the creatures in. Yeah, and um, you someone that adding chips to the
1: pile. And yeah. Thinking, <laughs> why are you putting chips They're all just okay. like throwing cheese chips Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's very silly. And it ends really well. It's all quite... ah. It's sort of a... It'll, Comes the other there's a kind of Independence Day ending where you think you lose someone but then they're not lost and... oh yeah silly yeah. That, unnecessary I yeah but weirdly this one's rated lower preposterous yeah it's stupidly wrong the only thing is when I was watching these I did post on Twitter I was watching them and someone pointed out that the second one's like a kids show I can see that
1: yeah but it's, it's because, I think that's a fair criticism, but I mean I wouldn't call it a criticism because it's a film that knows how to have fun. Yes, there are moments in the first film where you think, well, you could have jazzed that up a bit.
0: The first one felt very underfunded. This it's one underfunded, felt
1: more. But you're also dragged down by the. Browns in general, yeah, it's true. Whereas it's true. this, you have the personality of the townspeople because the townspeople fight back, and you're kind of like, Beg. oh, and they're all silly, they're all they're weird, like,
3: yeah, 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 exactly, no, them. totally, yeah.
0: Critters one, critters two. I, I, think watching them back to back actually is the proper way of yeah, doing it. Definitely. Um, I think they individually I can watch them, but I think together they they do worked. work very well
1: because they work very well together as just a complete story. Mm. Whereas three and four are absolute mm. abominations. Yeah, yeah. And if boy, unless you really, really like Leonardo DiCaprio and you want to see him in one of his first roles, I think it was his first in, role in, as a really, kid. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The third one, it's somewhere else. It's like New York City. It's in an apartment block. There, boring, boring, boring. Mm. And the fourth one in space. Yeah. Which isn't the weirdest thing to do with this series. No. But, but it's rubbish. Yeah. Although it's not Brad Is it Durif. Or Durif? Durif? Durf? Durif? Durf. Brad Durf. Who who's Brad Durf? The Oh you know him as Worm Tongue. Oh yes. Or the voice of uh, Chucky Chucky.
1: Right, of course. But yes. Oh, nice. I think the
0: fourth one's worth watching as something else. Okay. I think Critters 1 and Critters 2... Critters 2's got a Tremors vibe as well. <clears throat> it does. People... Critters 4 is trying to be alien. Mm. It's a bit weird. I think it's... Yeah, it's, it's a quirky thing. But Critters 5... The series. There's also Critters 5. We are in a Critters revival. What's Critters 5? There's a Critters 5 being... I think it's just finished shooting. No way. Yeah. I think that's right. And then the Critters series on Shudder... As mentioned, that's why I signed up. Yeah, that because looks in a very couple of weeks, yeah. because
1: they form. It, from what I've seen from the trailer, they form into that ball again, which I'm always pleased to see. They've also
0: got like the spaceship crashing. I wonder if it's is it just a reboot?
1: They've got a, a ginger person who looks very mm. similar to Scott Grimes. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's deliberate. Maybe it's an offspring,
0: or it's set after two. I don't know. I actually don't know, and I don't really want to look it up. I kind of want it to be a surprise. Yes. So that's out uh, end of March. It's out soon. Shudder. Sign up. Not yeah. sponsored by Shudder. Screen <laughs> bucket on North Art FM. People. Adam's film reviews. The Kid Who Would Be King,
2: 2019. better this Found There's something written on the guard. Put it into Google Translate. It means sword of Arthur. What if you're the only person who could have pulled that sword out? What if it's Excalibur. Ah, finally. Follow me. I am Merlin. I thought Merlin was supposed to be an old man. An ingenious disguise, don't you think? In four days, the Dark Sorcerer Morgana will take oh. over the world. Wake my warriors. And i supposed to stop her? That's ridiculous. There's your sword back, and good luck with everything. <laughs> You're a king, Alexander. The sword chose you. Why would we help you? Because you're the strongest people I know. You're my knights. And this is the round table. Quick, better. Lift up the flaps. <sighs> oh my god, you're such a nerd.
0: Written and directed by Joe Cornish off of The Adam and Joe Show, The Kiddie Who Would Be King is a contemporary medieval fantasy adventure film that sees 12-year-old Alex Elliot thrown into the ring against an ancient evil dragging his friends and foes along with him. See, Alex is well aware of the pecking order at his new school. After getting into a fight to defend his best friend Bedders from school bullies Lance and Kay, Alex is put squarely in the crosshairs of his new enemies. One night, Alex is forced to run into an old building site with Lance and Kay hot on his heels. After he loses the bullies, Alex explores his surroundings and finds a sword lodged deep in a concrete foundation. He draws it with ease and heads straight to Bedder's to show it off. Together they examine the markings on the hill, with the help of Google Translate, and discover that it is and discover that it's the mythical Excalibur and that by drawing it from the stone, Alex is, in fact, the heir to King Arthur's throne. The next day the Sudden arrival of the teeth grindingly irritating new kid earns the attention of Alex and Bedders, who are very aware that he won't stop staring at them. He reveals himself as Merlin, the legendary wizard and mentor of King Arthur, who dismisses the notion of him being young by revealing that he ages backwards. Oh, and he can also transform into an owl via sneezes. By drawing Excalibur from the stone, Alex has set events into motion. Beneath the Earth, the ancient Morgana has awoken and intends to enslave all mankind on the coming eclipse. And only Alex, and his chosen knights, have the power to stop it. Alex Bedders and his former bullies team up on a quest to discover the truth. To work together to explore the lands and test their mettle against a growing horde of undead soldiers, evil trees and fire-breathing monstrosities. But will they be able to stand together in time to save humanity? The Kiddie Ruby King has been out for a while now and I agree I've probably missed the boat on this review, but for once I've got a legitimate excuse. This is a truly fantastic film and a sort of fantasy adventure I can really sit down to enjoy, but it isn't easy when the film is only on when everyone's still at work. What is the point of spending a fortune on marketing and making the movie then only putting it out for idiot school children Ugh. this is a fun innocent adventure with some great performances from the main cast particularly louis circus as alex and rihanna doris as lady k the dark simp soundtrack is understated and unique and, and there's some genuine childhood fantasy material in and around the school i mean seriously who didn't imagine what it'd be like to prepare the school gym for an all-out war complete with booby traps and barricades if you can catch it at the cinema definitely watch this otherwise definitely check it out when it eventually comes out on netflix or dvd or whatever it's brilliant
2: Oh, hail I once some future king please don't it's embarrassing Let's
0: drive, as you may be aware we are on twitter at screen underscore bucket and as we've just hit 1000 followers i promise to give a special shout out to our thousandth follower so here goes Cognition 24. Cognition 24. Cognition 24. Cognition 24. Cognition 24. Cognition 24 Cognition 24 Cognition 24. Cognition 24 Cognition 24. Cognition 24. Cognition 24 Cognition 24. Cognition24 Cognition24 at Cognition underscore 24 They make data the heart of your business
1: Welcome to Fortnite Schmortnite So the Marvel Production Chief has affirmed that Marvel are committed to diversity and feel that the world is ready for the first openly gay superhero which is likely to be the leader of the Eternals. Have you heard of the
0: Eternals? Nope. Did they get to number one with... um... Eternal Flame? Yeah, that's what I was thinking Oh, no. of. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Destiny's Child? Who was that? Sugar Babes? Uh,
1: no, Eternal Flame was covered by... Atomic, Atomic Kitten.
0: kitten. Uh, so the Atomic Kittens are gay? Yes. Right, okay. Yeah.
1: And they are going to show up in it's phase... Like that's dream I had. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is there something you wish to announce? They are... Yeah, they're showing up in phase four of the MCU, I think. Yeah. So there's going to be another phase. So when this Thanos business is over...
0: They're just going to roll out all the people no one's heard of.
1: Yeah. Hooray! And I guess, I don't know if he was gay in the comics, but I suppose with Marvel, all of these superheroes are decades and decades old and come from a time where, obviously, homosexuality wasn't something people wanted to write heroes as.
0: Yeah. Is is, is there a name? Uh, yeah. Don't know what it is. (laughs) But then, that you say that Guardians of the Galaxy is only like it's not that old at all Mm, that's true English comic Mm, Ah. English writers that's why it's good indeed okay yeah but yeah that is is good it's about time Um, but will they have who's directing it though is it going to be a white straight man oh yeah definitely yeah yeah absolutely
1: Um, what else has been going on Mm. is have you heard about this Star Wars theme park
0: I heard they were doing a big section of Disney World
1: yes um, they announced in 2012 no since attaining Lucas sorry in 2012 Disney have been keen to make Star Wars like a huge part of their resorts they've announced yeah. this thing called Galaxy's Edge um, it's gonna from what all I saw from the trailer there's gonna be some awesome Millennium Vulcan sort of flight simulator mm, ride really? where you're all in the cockpit oh. and I don't know if you're operating machines in there or, or anything I don't, yes, know if in, I don't know if it's a score based one but that'd be fantastic from what I saw in the trailer it's incredible
0: <sighs> would that be better or worse than X-Wing simulators where you have to do like the trench run
1: I think it would be better because the Millennium Falcon is the one where I, I don't know about you but when I watched Star Wars that was the most exciting oh, part Oh yeah, totally When they were working together in there As a simulator
0: Yeah Because no, I, I, I wanted to live in the Falcon Right But I wanted to fly in X-Wing Do you know what I
1: mean? Yes Yeah, yeah, yeah But I suppose when they're trying to shove as many people onto one ride so, as that's possible true,
0: That's true, that's true, that's true
1: um,
0: But and yeah cool. Luke, you've turned off your targeting computer Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: All that stuff That'd be yeah. awesome Yeah, be amazing That would be really, really good. Because
0: maybe you could actually use the targeting computer as intended.
1: (laughs) They've um, pushed forward the release because people have been mad to go. So Mm. May 31st, one is going to open at Disneyland Resort. And then the one at Walt Disney World opens August 29th. And I think there's going to be more than just the Millennium Vulcan. There's going to be a ton of stuff. Cool. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, Have you heard about news on the Suicide Squad sequel?
0: There's a couple bits I've heard.
1: Yeah, so Will Smith.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. He
1: doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. He's too A-list. So I, don't know I was how surprised I they that. got
0: him in the first place.
1: Yeah, but he's just said, Nah, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. They brought in our Idris.
0: Yay! I think he'll be great in the role. Um, Does this mean he's a definite no for Bond?
1: I think he said, um, categoric. Well, I don't know if you'd say categorically, but he recently said that he didn't want to be. Put into any role where he was sort of typecast or recognised too much. He didn't. He didn't want to play like a bit any big characters in his career.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I get that. Oh,
1: and that brings me to as well. Killian Murphy yeah. is now a massive rumour.
0: Yeah. Now he's tipped to play. No, him. I don't think so.
1: I think he'd be good. I still think Michael Fassbender is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Has to be Bond. Killian but... Murphy. <sighs> I don't know. I think he'll look good in the tux, man. I think he'll put it off.
0: Oh yeah, but yeah, but at the same time, he doesn't. He's got the wrong essence for me. Yeah, he feels like a crack dealer, not a suave spy. His charm.
1: I don't know if it's. Do you remember remember the film Red Eye, where he was on a plane, and he was an awful sort of. Uh, he was forcing. No, I don't know. Uh, Rachel McAdams to sort of do these things oh. he's, he's like kidnapped her on a plane and he's trying to commit a crime right. and ever since then he's always had a kind of coldness to him so the, the, mm. the thing about Bond is his charm is warm in Peaky Blinders there's a coldness to him yeah
0: um, in so- Sunshine he's desperate I mean he might look the part I just I think he's a bit too intimidating he'll make a good like counter He'd make a very good nemesis. Like a 006 uh, traitor sort of guy.
1: I need to show you this, by the way. Have you heard of King Shark?
0: King Shark? Look
1: at this, right? What is this? It's basically a street shark. He's yeah. A, he's a villain in um, the next Suicide Squad film.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: So, it's for the that... people... I'd uh, Describe this creature. I
0: would describe this creature as a bodybuilder. With the head of a shark. Yes. Um, yeah. A great white, I yeah, would say, maybe? A great white. Yeah, that looks awesome. So we want him.
1: So we're happy there's a Suicide Squad sequel now because there's a shark man.
0: Well, I heard uh, Warner Brothers are over the moon with the Suicide Squad strips. As it was written by James Jones. Yes. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why. Yeah. Oh, totally. You bring in the big gun. <laughs> Seriously. <it's>, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> um,
1: and uh, finally, my favourite thing ever, Lord, mm. of, Lord of the Rings. Mm. Amazon have made an announcement. So people were worried that it was going to be kind of treading on the toes of the story that we know. What's the point in kind of redoing any sort of stuff from the films? Okay. They are going three thousand years back in time to the Second Age. Okay. The new TV series is going to be set in Numenor which is kind of uh, like an Atlantis like island yes um, with this prospering race um, it's in that's where of, the
0: rangers came from wasn't it
1: yeah hmm. so in Frodo and Sam's time this is considered like they don't even think it exists they don't know if it exists yeah, yeah. It's, kind of,
0: it's where I I think I'm right I'm thinking back to my misspent youth reading Tolkien books and all sorts hmm. um, that's where Aradorn's people were from I believe so that's why they are yeah, longer. Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I think, I don't know if Gandalf's only 2,000 years old. So this might be before he was born. I'm not sure.
0: But, so there's going to... They were, weren't the wizards part of the world? Aren't they as old as the yeah. world? I can't remember. So
1: I don't know what form Gandalf was at this point. But
0: basically, there will be no one of any recognition. No, yeah, I like that. That's really cool. Which is great. Yeah. So we're going to see the Battle of Fire... No, no, it's not the Battle of Firearmers. I mean, what's it called? Um, the Last Alliance Great Alliance what,
1: what was it called? What With the likes of Fayed uh, and Isildur Yeah yeah, yeah. The Volcano? The Battle for Mount Doom
0: Wasn't it called The Last Alliance I can't something? recall Anyway
1: Yeah no that's cool I really like that so yeah I love it as well it's going to be fantastic it's a brand new story I'm assuming they're going to be heavily sourcing their material from the Silmarillion uh, any other sort of Tolkien writing
0: it. have you read Silmarillion? I haven't bothered I've heard it's quite a painful one no I'm shaking my head okay don't read it don't right, read right, it right, right, bad right. evil I'll keep away from it Um, but the what hmm. I do have like a Tolkien like encyclopedia mm. and you can get the good stuff out of that fantastic like Shelob Oh, Mechlor might be the baddie. It's actually like Shelob's mum. It's Sauron's master, who... Right. Melkar. Melkar, maybe that's right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who stole Shelob from the other plane oh. and walked her across the ice bridge or something. But yeah, there's oh, some cool wow. stuff in there.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, so that's great. Um, me and Adam are saying to Amazon, if you're listening, put us in it. <laughs> hire us to be I oh yes extras. they're
0: filming in the UK aren't they're they they're filming
1: in Scotland I think yeah, so I will be in that
0: in yes. some way or form even if they have to we have to cannon you in from a yeah. nearby cliff I'll
1: die I'll die for that film <laughs> but yeah that is it for the old Fortnite schmortnight
0: great stuff cool oh there is one other thing go on it's not strictly film related but it has been in soundtracks
1: mm.
0: uh, yeah the prodigy Keith Flint.
1: Sad. Very sad. Very
0: sad news. I'm sure everyone that has already heard it. This is already going out a week after we are recording it anyway. So old, old, old news. But still pretty gutted about it.
1: Yeah, so like obviously Firestarter has come up in so many movies and... Many of their other songs, I remember them. In Charlie's Angels, there's a fight scene where they smash it out. Right. I think they parody it in, in Scary Movie it, Two.
0: It's a song. Well, it's a music video that terrified me when I first saw it. Yes. Because I was what eight, seven, eight. It's just because uh, him with his wide eyes, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, sort of swaying from side it, to side. In my child brain, I associated him with uh, Vivian from the Young Ones. Yeah. And I saw them <laughs> as the same person, but this was the scary version.
1: <laughs> you know. You, know, you know, remember those fluorescent villains in Batman Returns, I, where oh, it's all punky? God, yeah, he would be yeah. one of them. Yeah, he would, He'd be, yeah. like,
0: jumping on top of a trash can. like. But this is the thing, he, th- he 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 was terrified me, but I loved it at the same time. Mm. And I wonder if he's the reason I'm into horror movies. Do you reckon? Because I love being scared by him in the video, because I love f- the music. You found a an energising
1: place to put your fear. Yeah,
0: my masochism, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, thanks, mate.
1: Yeah, you're brilliant. And yeah,
0: really really gutted to hear the news. It was a massive shock. I was listening to them at the time when it it's weird. came out.
1: Yeah, I saw them live at Reading 2009 and they were a sight to behold yeah, and bet. a sound to behold on top of that.
0: And I'm really, really annoyed. I never got to see them. But anyway, so let's play... By a starter. Twisted fire starter.
4: please sir
0: what is it
4: boy please can you sponsor us what you can sponsor a show on North Arts FM that's made for the community by the community and let us keep making great content we're a fledgling station but one with over 10,000 listeners a month and it keeps growing and what's in
0: it for me
4: I've had day, today sir Plus the world will get to see Your branding at live events Online and be proudly Displayed alongside the show You choose to sponsor on all Online content Plus on air mentions And branding It won't even be taken out of the shows On listen again So your brand will be out there forever
0: Then how much is that Going to cost me
4: only £360 a year, sir, or £30 a month if you just want to run adverts instead of a full sponsor. It isn't more? No, sir. Just head to NorthArtsFM.com for more information, or get in touch on Twitter or Facebook. This is brilliant. Show for sale, show for sale.
0: Okay, it's us to the podcast again. Hope you're enjoying our show. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That's yeah. all I got. What yeah. you got for me, man? We're what running out of energy. Me. Right, so yes. Funny story. So me and Josh working today on the film The Last Bits and Pieces. We suddenly realized that we needed to get some makeup for the transformation of Zara. Hmm. Hmm. Zara, our rebel without a cause. And eventually without a soul. Yeah. Uh Actually, that's quite cool. I hadn't thought that before. Nice. Uh, then we've also suddenly realised we have no idea about makeup. No. No, this, ha- this happened with you as well. When mm. we were asking about uh, like a colour chart so we yeah. can match up the actors. That was bad enough. This time we're actually asking for like a pale white sort of foundation. Yeah. Which well, people wear that. The Marilyn Mansons. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the Gothicers. Yeah, the crows, they all wear this, stuff. and yet, where do they buy this stuff? Because it's not boots. I'll tell you that much. Did you try unicorn? We used too far away. Oh, fair. What down the street? Yeah, well, we have to get back to the car before oh, fair, half an fair. hour. We are not going to pay for a car park ticket. Ugh.
1: No, uh, no.
0: But yes. So we were asking. We asked this girl. You know, Could you show us to like some really pale foundation? Uh, what's it for? Um, it's for film we're doing at the weekend, which felt a bit awkward about. And yet proud of at the same time. Anyway, um, and so she took us around all these different things and basically said, um, everything's different really, so just see what you like. Uh, well, that's useless. Thanks for that. And she, it's like a different world for you, isn't it? Yes, it, re- <laughs> yes, it really is. That's yeah, why we're we asking you. We don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <sighs> what a nightmare. It's like the ladies'
1: department of Primark all over again. Where our wonderful actress, Isabel Albert, helped us through.
0: Yes, indeed. It's so bizarre. It really... I don't know. Is it emasculating to to not understand what the hell this whole thing is? It's just something you want to get out of the way, isn't it? And then you don't want to struggle.
1: And then when they just don't have the answer, you're just left wandering around all these different shades. It's also so
0: expensive. Mm. This is why every girl I've ever known has... Have jobs. Yeah. (laughs) There are guys I know who are unemployed for long periods of time. I was one of them.
4: Girls never so much. Is it because
0: they have to afford ridiculously overpriced makeup? Probably.
1: Whereas you would just buy another, like, lollipop chainsaw game.
0: Yeah. Mm. Four pounds from the local shop. Brilliant. Yeah. No, yeah. What's the equivalent? Let's not talk gender too much, but what's the equivalent? What, What would a... Uh, so I know a
1: lot of people buy aftershave en masse. I have some, I have a very close friend who works for a boots-like company that shall remain unnamed. Why?
0: Why are we calling boots out and not?
1: But he always gets us loads of aftershave. Oh, maybe that's why we're not mentioning you. If I, yeah, there you go. But if you, uh... You know, don't have that source. I guess a lot of people buy a ton of aftershave. But then girls buy loads of perfume.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's... Yeah.
1: Mm. It's just something that... Have you moisturised? Do you moisturise?
0: Uh, do you know what I do moisturise? I started moisturising and it feels great. I started because... Why Why are we talking about this? I don't know. I started because when the season changed, I always got like crusty skin. My scales mm. would start showing. You
1: crusty, crusty man.
0: <laughs> so I, uh, I started moisturising. Yeah, I've and I got sort this up on it, really
1: man. cool stuff. You put it in your face, and you feel so fresh.
0: Oh, I've been using Groom. Sponsor us, please. Ah, Groom sends it in a little box. Oh, did I? Is it like a subscription? Yeah, ah. it's quite reasonable. But the box comes straight. It's, it's about the size of our little Movie Mistakes book. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which you'll be hearing about later. They, they, they thin square bottles they fit in this box that goes for the letterbox
4: mm. brilliant
0: yeah well there you go um fans please moisturize
1: because not only does it make your skin feel brilliant it kind of enhances your youth and keeps your skin feeling fresh and healthy
0: yes although the dog goes mad when i wear it Really? i think it's obviously got some natural ingredients that smell delicious do you moisturize your dog I would like
1: to moisturise your dog
0: Okay That'd
1: be nice wouldn't it It
0: would be nice
1: I'd love to rub a dog in moisturiser the, the dog
0: looks a bit like a seal When it's wet
1: See, so slick it back it'd be like a slimy <laughs> uh, Foamy
2: um... Let's go back to the show Nick's Game Reviews A Out Ape Out is a top down, beat em up developed by Gabe Kazillo and published by Devolver Digital. If you haven't heard of Devolver before, then I beg you to go and watch their Not E3 presentation from last year. It is something really special. I don't really know what to say about Ape Out. the art style is very similar to Hotline Miami, and when I first saw the trailer for the game, it looked like it was almost identical, but then I played it and I couldn't have been more wrong. You play as an ape that has got to get from point A to point B, killing any armed enemies on the way that intend to cause you any harm. Each time you get shot, more and more blood will trail behind the ape, get shot too many times and the ape dies. Uh, there are three main reasons why this game won me over. The aforementioned art style, which has to be seen to be believed, the simple yet addictive gameplay and the music this is what really makes the ape stand out. As you storm from one room to another, ripping enemies apart and splattering their brains against the nearest wall, or kiting enemies around walls in an effort to line them up and take them all out in one hit to declare yourself king of the conga line, you are accompanied by this absolutely mad freestyle jazz soundtrack. With each hack and whack, the drums beat and the cymbals crash to keep the game from feeling in any way repetitive. If you fail to help the ape escape, the screen will zoom out to show you how far you got through that particular level. And sometimes this can be so infuriating as you realise you are within feet of the exit. I love it. You can play Ape on your nearest Nintendo Switch or Windows PC right now. And I really do implore you to. If this game doesn't feature in my game of the year list at the end of 2019, then I'll go absolutely apeshit.
0: you enjoy North Arts FM. Oh well. Well I hope so. If you are and want to support North Arts FM but don't want to sponsor a show or pay for advertising, there is another option. Just head to the supporters wall at www.northartsfm.com and you can donate 50 pounds to help support this community radio station and leave a little message at the same time. In fact, let's take a look at one of our supporters. Um Okay, here we go. In the doghouse. In the doghouse, have donated £50 for a message up on the supporters wall, and this is their message. In the doghouse. Home from home doggy boarding. 07958639008. That's 07958639008. And there's a little picture of a cute little dog in a kennel. So there we are. You too can get your message out there by leaving just £50 on the North Arts FM supporters' wall. Although, mm, maybe try and avoid Comic Sans in the future. And that was David Bowie, Cat People Putting Out Fire from the Inglorious Bastards. Soundtrack, I can say that. You can get away with that because okay, it's the good. title of the film. Okay, go okay, okay. okay, cool. So, yes, uh, filming. Ooh, tomorrow's scary. Very scary. Mmm. So tonight we're in we've been in panic mode all day. People mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter may have already seen it, but we've been rapidly putting together the last few things for our puppets and props and joining us is our puppets and props expert, Josh. Hello there. He's from the farm.
3: From the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: yes, people who listen to the Christmas special might remember Josh. Hello,
3: I apologise for that. <laughs> finally you helped us kidnap more Santa. Yeah. And yeah. we saved him. From... We saved him. Yeah. You didn't kidnap him, we released him.
1: We did release him.
3: <laughs> As it, well, somehow got out of that, that sleigh crash pretty well, I think, you know. Yep, we survived we in one survived. piece. I think it was the tequila softened the blow. It did, oh, okay. it really, really yeah. helped. A <laughs> oh, sordid past.
0: Yes, so, Josh, yes. today... What have we
3: done? Um, well, today I came and picked you up and we've had a mad rush around town, um, collecting all our last little bits and bobs. Yes, and it was more than I expected as well. Yeah, lots of back and forth, I think. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it was very reminiscent of our 48-hour film days.
3: Oh, yes, definitely. When yeah. we had
0: no idea what we were doing and we'd run around the shops, couldn't find anything. Nope, of course not. <laughs> <laughs>
3: or we'd find something and be like, bloody hell, was can I say that? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's bloody expensive.
0: Yeah, so. do you remember making a periscope out of two? Um, <laughs> uh, what it? even were they? I think
3: it was like table legs and just some bits of wood I found. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the feet on the table legs. Oh,
3: God, those were the days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so instead today, we've so we bought lots of bits and bobs, some costume accessories, and you showed off. Oh yes, the puppet, my, my new
3: little puppet. Yeah, I'm very proud of him. Rob, have we announced the film properly? No, maybe it's about time.
0: All right. So the film is called Quaggers. It's based on a very terrible short film we did in college, ish,
1: which will never see the light of day. Which will never
0: <laughs> see the light of day. But from it, we decided to make a feature film. We decided that's too much, so we made a short film. So this short film pits. You tell me the story.
1: So, four teenagers venture into the woods. for Teenagers. A, yeah,
0: inverted quotes, yeah.
1: For a night of debauchery. Yes. Um, when they are set upon by these uh, extraterrestrial creatures.
0: <sighs> yes. Basically, mm. these foot-tall purple blobs with teeth. Yes. Yes. Which I think we decided were like living tumours that come to life. Mm. after the events of this short film we're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be lots of blood, lots of gore, and lots of slime.
0: Lots and lots of slime.
3: Mm. We are going to terrorise those poor little actors that (laughs) we've (laughs) hired. We're definitely going
0: to freeze one of them. Yes. (laughs) It might be, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Mm. I am really worried about the weather, but we'll see. I think it'll be alright. But yeah, we're going to end up pouring. One of the things we had to do today, Josh, was find a bucket.
3: Yep, find a big. Uh, well, how much do we get? Forty-five liters. I
0: think fifty liters if worth we... of slime to pour over. Oh my god! Well, we we wanted a what in my head. It was a wine home winemaking kit barrel. But do you know how much they cost? How much? Thirty pounds. What? Yes, I assume because it's pressurized. Hmm. But
3: uh, yeah. So we end up getting two, two just like normal 25 liter buckets mm. and uh so yeah. this
1: gunge isn't going to be heated at all. There's going to be loads of it. We're going to be in the middle of the woods in early March, and we're going to tip all of it on an actor <laughs> at what I don't know eight o'clock in the evening, maybe.
0: yeah, that's still warm then, isn't it <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: We could, we could add hot water to it to warm it up a bit
3: ah that's not make it easy for alright fair enough (laughs) probably get cold by the time we transport it over there anyway I wonder if this is going to be used as evidence
0: (laughs) quite possibly I am am concerned that the purple slime is going to stain our poor actors (laughs) but we're going to get into a shower very quick Josh put some paint on you earlier
3: yeah it seems to have washed out alright yeah yeah You said that with a bit of uh, (laughs) hesitance. You're looking a bit flushed. Josh. (laughs) Um, Are we ready, Josh? Uh, Almost. I am currently uh, in panic mode doing the last little bits and bobs. Mm. Um, I just dragged Josh in (laughs) from the kitchen
0: where he was frantically painting uh, blisters.
3: (laughs) But yeah, no, I think we're all good pretty much for what we have to do tomorrow. Um, Obviously, if we were shooting the whole thing, uh, it would be a different story <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we're filming in three parts we're filming the external the internal and then the special effects that's the plan yeah so it should be nice and simple
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been telling myself the whole time we have been working <laughs> So it's only a five minute job oh no 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 <laughs> uh, yeah
0: why did what did you didn't
3: have any experience of any of this did you um, just a tiny little bit of sort of painting and a few mold making stuff for when I restored churches. Yes. But nothing on this kind of st- c- their scale. It's kind of taken those skills and ch- cranked them up to 11, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, YouTube. I, yeah. YouTube, YouTube helps. YouTube and actually Instagram people. Uh, oh, yeah. Cosplayers and stuff. They do little tutorials. It's been quite a nice
0: help we are definitely living in a golden age of this stuff mm.
3: for the first time I'm not meaning to big up her own film
1: I am meaning to big up her own film <laughs> but the puppet looks absolutely it really incredible. does Thank
0: you. Thank it really very does much. Yeah. it's been a long old path that that puppet Yeah. Mm. I did the concept art when I did the script two years ago <laughs> oh my god and then Josh yeah. met a man who makes models who made the basic model and then from there yeah. you've made a beast
3: yes Lots of trouble uh, painting them as well. All the, all the paint came off quite a few times. Oh, but you're, you're, you've
0: got a trick though. What's the mixing paint with the oh, liquid latex? Yeah, mixing
3: pa- paint with the liquid latex seems to keep it all together. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> if, if it all starts to peel off, it does take every single layer of paint off of it. Okay. And so you're back, back with the base.
4: Hooray! <laughs>
3: Which happens twice, I think two or three times when I tried to paint them. All right, well,
0: don't tell us that. (laughs) (laughs) We're living in blissful ignorance. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's all good. So tomorrow we've got a long old day, so we're going to try and stay up till silly hours so we can shift our sleeping pattern, but we'll see how well that goes. Might be a nightcap situation. Hmm. Mm, I think it will be. Yes, indeed. Cool. Well, obviously we'll let you know how it goes. We're going to be getting lots of photos done
1: yeah so yeah, my nephew we're getting involved. He's a very, very talented photographer I yes. um, looking forward to that. he's going to be doing some behind the scenes for us. Are we going to give him a camera so we can get a tasty sort of video? Um, to yes
0: well, I need to check because I've got a a normal camera as well, and I need to check if it does video mm. or I can just give him our old video camera yeah and um, set
1: him loose. Mm.
0: I think you'd be re- i i I kind of lean more towards getting stills off him, yeah, definitely because we can pick up the camera. Yeah. The video camera. Mm. But yeah, I think I would definitely want to try and get as much behind the scenes as possible. Mainly just to show off that we're actually doing something.
1: Yeah, definitely. People need to know.
0: The mm. world needs to know. It'll look pretty good on Tinder.
1: Oh
3: mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, it's um I think it's really exciting. And, and yeah, Tristan's um very enthusiastic. I remember talking to him at the wedding. Mm. Um he's definitely into it and it'd be really good to Give him something as well. Absolutely. Uh, runners, we've got runners. Last time we mentioned that we were looking for people. Yes. We've now have uh, three runners. We did have four. We did have four. What? Let's not talk about her. The one that
1: knew. The one that knows how to drive <laughs> yeah. and they just loses
0: a car. No, it's all good. Um, again, great, talented local people. So it's really quite cool um, that we found them, and I think it's. Uh, it's quite intimidating to think that a year ago it was three of us.
3: Yeah. And we now got our own... And we now food.
0: have sort of <laughs> ten of us on set.
1: We're going to be controlling people and telling them what to do.
0: Yeah, each of you have a team. Yeah. Think about that. Uh, I
3: think the power might go to my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so especially if the ref- there was a point when I didn't think the reflector was going to come in time and just thinking, to we just put the runner in a foil blanket and make it stand <laughs> on the <We're> runner? <not> <laughs> yeah. Anyway that's all cool yes is there anything else to add
3: um just thank god for caffeine <laughs> yes and <laughs> energy drinks
0: mmm emerged mm. <laughs> 29p at B&M <laughs> m b B&M need to sponsor us oh they really, <laughs> really do Adam's Film Reviews Captain Marvel
2: 2019 war is a universal language I know a renegade soldier when I see one. Never occurred to me that one might come from above. Space invasion. Big car chase. Truth be told, I was ready to hang it up until I miss you today.
4: So, you're not from around here? It's hard to explain. I keep having these memories. I see flashes. I think I had a life here. But I can't tell if it's real. First of all,
0: I'd just like to say Shut Up. Shut up! Captain Marvel has become the latest film of many that have been wrapped up in bullplop gender politics and non-troversy and has created a virtual riot across much of the internet. Honestly, thanks to YouTube algorithms, I've been well aware that there are real human being people out there pacing hate videos about Brie Larson and Captain Marvel on a daily basis. Why? Who knows? I certainly don't and after seeing the film I really don't care. Right. That's the world put to rights. Captain Marvel throws us straight into an alien world. Hala is its name. Capital world of the Kree Empire. Here a suspiciously human Veers struggles to sleep. Veers is a member of Star Force a sort of combination of special forces in a Intergalactic SWAT team led by Jon Rog, who consistently urges Veers to keep her emotions in check and not to use her woshy laser fist powers. Later, during a Star Force operation against shapeshifting aliens known as the Scroll, the Star Force members are ambushed and Veers is separated from her squad, who are forced to flee. Now in custody of the Scroll, Veers is placed in a device designed to read her memories. Talos, the scroll commander, is searching for something hidden deep within her mind, but she doesn't know what. In actual fact, she doesn't know much at all. Her memories only go back so far, around six years, but the memory probe awakens something in her. Memories of a different world, of being a fighter pilot, of friends she doesn't recognize. Breaking free, Veers is able to escape her captors, and ends up crash landing on the world below, where she lands in Los Angeles, circa 1995. With the scroll closely following, Veers is picked up by government agents working for S.H.I.E.L.D., namely Agent Nick Fury and Agent Colson. Attacked by the scroll, Fury is quick to track Veers down and work out what's going on, and soon the pair form a sort of buddy cop duo racing across America to uncover the truth. Who or what? the scroll looking for? What does it have to do with the Cree? Who was Veers? And why are the scrolls so terrified of a harmless ginger cat? In the end, we get the usual computer-generated conclusion and fireworks with lots of colors and noises, making it one more in a long line of Marvel films that presumably excite someone somewhere. Captain Marvel was a surprise. I enjoyed it more than I expected, but at the end of the day, it's just another chapter in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's no real standout intrigue, character or twist. In fact, I think Captain Marvel was seriously lacking a hook. Small changes like having Veers not be a sassy backchatter right from the start, maybe make her take on board the lessons of holding back her emotion as a Kree soldier, only to start cracking and revealing her inner humanity as the story progresses. Character development, who needs it? The music choices too felt out of place i get that the film is set in the 90s but that isn't much of an excuse for just randomly playing the 90s greatest hits every so often that said i must admit the soundtrack is suspiciously similar to some of my own playlists so i can't fault it for that okay film good for the greater marvel puzzle but if you want to see a real gender game changer i'd stick to wonder woman
2: i'm not what you think i am
0: Right, Josh, you staying with us?
3: Uh, no, I'm going to shoot off and try and cram in as much painting as possible. Okay. Uh, but good luck. and uh, lovely to speak to everyone who's yeah. all Right. All right, all right,
4: back to work now. Back to work! Is he
3: gone? Yes. Finally.
0: God. Honestly, the nerve. He's got work to do and he's just sitting here chatting. What a scumbag. What a right. scumbag. Well... As an eternal pessimist, Hmm. my mind for tomorrow is being drawn to mistakes. Little mistakes that movie people make. Oh, yes. And thankfully, I have this little book called Movie Mistakes by John Sandys.
1: Fantastic. So, is this a book of goofs?
0: Yes. So, let me just randomly select some, shall we? Okay. There's something about Mary. When Ben Stiller got his franken-beans caught in the zipper, the friendly police officer thought he would assist with the problem. He unbuttoned his sleeves and rolled them up. But then the next camera shot showed them buttoned up and they had to be rolled down again! Oh, those stupid, stupid idiots!
2: What silly sots! Morons! Face off!
0: In the shoot-'em-up scene in the hangar at the beginning of the film, Pollock's Troy shoots an agent in the stomach, and the agent flies back. And you can see the rope pulling him. (laughs) (laughs) What a load of fools. What a bunch of buffoons. Scream. Scream! At the beginning, when Billy, Skeet Ulrich, is leaving Sydney in Neve Campbell's room, he climbs out of the window and walks away. Which isn't possible, because all the roofs in the house are slanted, and it's at least a two-story house. If her bedroom's oh. on the ground floor, why the next night does she go upstairs to get to her room? Oh <sighs> God! Dumb! I bet you've never thought of that before. No, stupid. Stupid. Evil Dead 2! No. When Ash is crawling through the cellar, he finds some pages, and he holds them in his right hand. Only problem is, he cut off his right hand, earlier, and attached a chainsaw to it. The film was flipped so he appeared to be crawling in the right direction.
4: <laughs> what?
1: Hang on, stop a second. What? How many mistakes are we going to make tomorrow? How many continuity errors are we going to make tomorrow? How many times are we going to end up in a book like this one day?
0: Uh, never. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're not idiots. Like, like in Clerks, the funeral and the selling of the cigarettes both happened at four o'clock. Oh, dumb. I mean, this might be the pettiest book I've ever seen. Yeah, it's very petty. It's so silly. Uh, We've still got... Seven minutes to go, so it's. Stay <laughs> <really> movie free! <laughs> oh, well, you think you've got a book. I have got a book. I've got a book. Have you?
1: Yeah, I just found it on my lap. And it's got.
0: It's got her on it. It's
1: got her on it. And.
0: Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Kidbot.
1: It's called The Best Movie and TV Quiz Book Ever. Ever? By Marks and Spencer. By Mark Spencer. By Mark Spencer. Right, let's have a go.
0: Right, come on then.
1: Um. Which Oscar-winning director was the star of What Women Want?
0: I don't know. I've got to see page 53. Oh, wait. Was it Mel Gippon?
1: I don't know, man. I've got to find... page. Oh, it's the next page. Yes. 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 Um, who played Billy Flynn in Chicago? I don't know. <laughs> Roman Polanski? Uh, what? Wait? what? Wait, what? No, no,
0: no, no. Oh, it's A Book of Lies.
1: Wait. Wait. What was the... Let's just forget I said that one. What was the sequel to Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Ace
0: Ventura, When Nature Calls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Um, Rich 2001 Gwyneth Paltrow movie had Royal in the title. Gwyneth Paltrow? Better get this one. Better get... I think... Who's our favourite weird director? Who directed? Royal Tenenbaum. Yes. Yes. Mr Wes Anderson. Um, in the 1990s, as well as The Wrong Trousers, which Wallace and Gromit movie won an Oscar? Curse of the. What, what year? What,
0: the 90s. 90s? Mm. Wrong trousers and close shave? Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Where was there fear and loathing in the 1998 movie with Cameron Diaz?
0: Where was it? Yeah,
1: where was there fear and loathing?
0: Oh. In the 1998 Las movie? Vegas? Yeah. 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 Can we have hard ones? Let's uh, go up a bit.
1: Oh, what have we got? Potluck. What, what was Dr. Ross's first name in ER? <laughs> I don't know. Henry. Yeah, that'll do. Um, which rugby player joined Ulrika Johnson as a gladiator's presenter?
0: What? Oh... I don't even remember Ricar Car 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 being a gladiators presenter.
1: Ricar Car Car, who played Ali McBeal? Oh,
0: Ali McBeal.
1: Callista Flockhart. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> what colour were Seinfeld's shoes? What? What colour were Seinfeld's shoes? I've seen
0: every episode of Seinfeld. White. Yeah. Hey.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was Wayne's sidekick in Wayne's World? Garf. Yeah. 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 In Father Ted which priest was almost permanently drunk? J- uh, Jack. Yeah. 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 Um, which sitcom featured Miss Tibbs and Major Gowen?
0: Miss Tibbs and Major Gowen. Miss... Major? Oh, how are you today, Major? Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. Forty yes.
1: Miss is, is, is she the
0: Is this a piece of your brain? Oh god. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I had some money. I've lost yes, it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Possibly the most irritating character ever on TV.
1: Yes. Uh, do you want more?
0: I don't know, is mate. This, is
1: it rubbish? It's, it's, it's rubbish. This it is rubbish. Listen,
0: right? The Terminate, the telephone message left by Sarah Connor's roommate changes the two times we hear it. The second time, there is no delay between Hi There and Ha 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 Fooled You, while the first time has a delay of over a second. Which Irishman has presented the Eurovision Song Contest? I don't know. Graham Norton. Oh, yeah. That's quite obvious, really. <laughs> We've got
1: a film to make tomorrow. We're reading these
0: stupid books to each other. We've got midnight. Oh yes, it is midnight. This is the latest we've ever recorded. Yes. But I feel like we've got a sort of manic energy going for us. We're trying to adjust our body clock so that we wake up late so we can stay up
1: until, what, it's gonna, probably going to end up being three in the morning, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to watch another horror movie after this. Yeah. Yeah. going to have a beer. We're going
0: to calm down we can just wait for
1: all this to blow over.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. How's that for a, fr- a slice of fried gold? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Let's, um... <sighs> Who's your favourite monster? Godzilla. All right, let's put Godzilla on. I'm just a sweet screen bucket. Well, that was uh, the end of our very tired and stressful show. Yes. We may not have come across as stressful and tired, but we really, really are. We
1: really, really are. I think we should go.
0: <sighs> I think we should go. Although we've only been doing this link for a couple of minutes. Hmm. I don't mean now. Oh, oh, now, oh, oh. I think oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. Obviously. What a silliest sod <clears throat> I
4: am. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh. dear. <clears throat>
0: All right, well um, have you got anything anything to add?
1: Well, is there I, anything you're looking forward to um I'm very much looking forward to Sunday afternoon where I can lie on the couch and breathe <laughs> um there's stuff inevitably coming out at the cinema it always is isn't on there? the Netflix on the telly Game of Thrones is only a month away um what we can confirm is when we have the next new episode after this one, we'll have a load of awesome stuff to tell you about, and hopefully not nightmare stuff.
0: And yeah, in the coming weeks, when things settle down a bit, we're going to be pushing for interviews and things, so listen out. If you are if you do creative things locally, do let us know, because we'd love to speak to you. Unless you're boring. Unless you're boring.
1: Yeah, then don't bother.
0: Yeah, because... We've had enough movie mistakes from John Sandys. If John Sandys is listening, we don't want you to come.
1: No, because you're going to put a negative spin on everything. You're going to point out all of our
0: mistakes. You're going to point out that when the Hulk breaks out of the government lab, he pushes up a round staircase and a soldier jumps behind it. The same soldier is then suddenly seen right in front of it. When the camera angle changes... (laughs) 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 (sighs) (sighs) Yeah, I think you've nailed the nail... On the hammer of the head oh, hammered nail. of the chicken. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Three more hours and we can go to bed. Oh god. Hollow Dell Media's screen bucket with Adam and Rob. Well uh oh, sorry busy. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> Rob just turned into a Formula One car. Well uh, <laughs> that one's there.
4: Well, uh, nah. <laughs> well, well,
1: well—that uh, was the show. Um, we have come to the end of the podcast for this week. Um, we hope you've learned a lot about Critters One and Critters Two, um, and are excited for the Disney and DC and Marvel films to come. And we also hope that you enjoyed hearing about our film and Possum Stop showing me the spider in the bloody gym bag, please.
0: Ah. I mean it's a medicine bag.
1: Shut up. Don't look at it again. <laughs> They've literally got that kind of spider. They've got the Hertfordshire hairy. Yeah.
0: Well, yes. That's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Yeah, cheers, guys. Uh, please, like we say, follow us on Twitter at Screen your Bucket. Um, if you want to find out more about the film, please follow us at Hollowdale Media. And Norfarts FM at North Arts FM. Yes, please do. Your favourite community radio station.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon
0: to be the only one. Did you hear about this? No. Uh, a lot of the sort of national uh, regional. Sh- uh, the na- sort of the bigger oh. regional shows like uh, Heart are dropping their local content. It's becoming more nationalised. Yes, I have heard this. So community radio might be the future. Oh, this is like
1: the boat that rocked. We're going to become that almost pirate radio station. I mean,
0: not far off.
1: Yeah, except legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But Bo- perfectly above board.
0: Oh, it's all above board. Mm.
1: Oh, you know what? As well, uh, North Hearts FM are going to be at a lot of festivals. Oh, yeah, a lot of festivals.
4: Ooh,
0: what's the best way to find out? The website. Yeah, keep in, keep looking
1: at the website. Tune in. I'm sure you'll hear more. But there's all sorts of like beer festivals, music festivals.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah, we might be doing a live show at one of the beer festivals. Ooh. Uh,
1: let me just reiterate that our first ever live show. With alcohol. (laughs) With our first ever, ever live show ever. And also alcohol. And then they throw alcohol on us. (laughs) So
0: yeah, that's going to go well. Yes. Mm. (laughs) We'll be less tired than we are now though. Yes. Anyway. Great. Well, have a good one guys. And we'll see you in a fortnight. See you in a fortnight.